doesn't matter whether it's like any of your vendors for any venue, like, because not every single vendor has been to every single venue. Not every single vendor has worked with some other vendor before. Yes, great. It's awesome when it does align and it does work out 100%. But at the same time as well, like I'm looking at the weddings I've got over the next three months and I would say there's a fair few videographers I've never worked with before and I'm bloody excited for it because it's something fresh. It's new content, you know, um, me and you, like obviously we work together a lot, but like at the same time as well, when we go and work with someone else, we learn new things, right? 100%. And we go, oh, like this is different, like, you know, and this is exciting and you kind of become a little bit more creative and you push yourself to be a bit different to what you potentially normally are. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome back to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. We are season three. Happy 2024. Happy New Year, mate. How are you? Good, mate. I'm good. Can't complain. Back again. Here we are. We've uh, had a bit of a break. It's been good. I uh, what'd you get up to? What was? How was your Chrissy? Tell us. That. Chrissy was good. It was good. Except, uh, except I did end up in the hospital with my daughter. Of course, of course, in the old black and award. <laughs> Standard. Love. He loves that. Oh, it's mate. your. It's your favorite place to be. Sometimes I feel like it is not by choice. It is. It is. <laughs> not by choice. Not by choice. But um, <laughs> you know, Christmas Eve, how we we had a bit of rain. Um, we're at the we're at uh, the backyard, and uh, we've got some tiling, and we're having a Christmas uh, Eve dinner with our with our family, and. Um, my youngest daughter, Macy, like runs out, slips, completely eats shit, completely eats it, landed on her <laughs> head, massive crack. I'm like, oh, no, this is not good, not good. And um, Christmas special. Christmas special. So she was all right Christmas Day and then Christmas um, Day night just crashed, went lethargic, had to go to the hospital. Um, they said she's fine. And then Christmas, um, sorry, Boxing Day, we went up the coast to Nelson Bay and um, she started vomiting in the car and had 39 degree temperatures. So back to the hospital again. Um, yeah. So bad concussion. Very bad concussion. Love that. Yeah. That's what you want. But other than that, mate, it was great. It was great. <laughs> so yeah, we had a we had a beautiful time up in Nelson Bay, uh, one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, spent New Year's there. Uh, we did have a wedding uh, just before New Year's, which is great, which we did together. And um, yeah, then straight back into it, which is which is brilliant, man. Like, I feel like 2024, like already the start of the year has been great. Like, I've, yeah, I've been doing some some really cool things, um, really taking care of my health. So I'm, uh, I'm set, mate. I'm primed for 2024. How about yourself? Yeah, it's been good. It's been like a couple of weeks into 2024. Like the old uh, inquiries are going through the roof. It's been a, oh, a busy couple of weeks. Aren't they just? Like, aren't they just? Um, you know, I feel like every January is like that anyway. Like, you know, typically it's the time when everyone gets engaged on like, you know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, something like that, New Year's Eve. But New I feel Year's like how many, uh, how many people... Yeah. Well... Yeah, look, I've I've done quite a few meetings in the in the last week or so. I've had to open up a couple of extra nights, and you know, most of these like most of these couples are you know they've been engaged for a couple of months, and they're really only just getting into it now. So it's like I feel, I feel like that's because they they realize it's twenty twenty four. They're like, oh, we wanted to get married in twenty twenty four. We got to get oh, on. We want to get married in twenty twenty five. We better hurry up. So yeah, like definitely people are popping up. Um, you know, 
my uh, my best mate uh, got engaged over Christmas. Classic. Oh, how good! Um, so that's always uh, that's always good. Um, yeah. So like you know, but there's definitely people out there getting engaged. There's definitely people uh, organizing their wedding, kicking their butts into gear about you know the wedding scene at the moment, especially because uh, you know like maybe it's their New Year's resolution to get married this year, and they actually have to do something about it. Who knows? But Typically, January is the uh, the busiest time of year for inquiries and bookings, but um, yeah, like it's a it's a good time. Can't complain. And yeah, Christmas was good. New Year's was good. Pretty quiet, pretty chill. Um, and yeah, as you said before, me and you had a wedding, which is awesome. Um, and then yeah, straight back into it hmm. this year with a couple of weddings. Like January is typically like I don't know. It's always a bit weird. Sometimes it's really busy. Sometimes it's really quiet. But this year's kind of a pretty pretty busy January to be honest. Uh, we've got a couple of weddings in this month and. Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very excited. So, absolutely brilliant year. Um, unfortunately for everyone that is inquiring, uh, most of the dates I'm unavailable for. So, yeah, um, me too. <laughs> as as we always say, like please, like lock in your vendors early, especially if you align with them. Because uh, I hate sending out that email, especially when it's like a really cool couple, cool venue. Yeah. So. Especially twenty twenty, like twenty twenty four, hundred percent. Twenty twenty five, it might be a little bit different. There's a little bit more flexibility. Oh, I'm, I'm almost fully booked um, for the first three months of twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's mad. Crazy. It's what you want. Absolutely crazy. Good. Um, yeah. But January, we have a couple of things on. Um, we do have the uh, love affair, which we're we're talking at. So that'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I don't know whether this uh, this episode will be out by then, but if it is not, well, if you if you were there, well, let us know. What or you thought. if you were there, yeah. <laughs> if if it's not out, come and see us. Uh, and if it is out, let us know what you thought. If you were there and you heard us talk, um, we keep saying that we will probably try and record it. Maybe it'll pop up as an episode one day. Um, you'll be able to hear us talk some schmack, um, you know, which is always fun. Um, and us doing it in a live setting on a stage, that'll be a bit different to what we pretend, I suppose we normally do with us sitting in our offices. Um, but that's going to be yeah, an awesome day. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, watch this yeah. space for that one. And uh, how um, about this weekend, yeah. my friend? Um, now, I've I've made some pretty clear, um, pretty clear goals in, you know, from an artistic point of view, like where I want to shoot and, um, you know, like ve- like shooting certain venues, um, venues I haven't been to, uh, really, really light me up. And I'm actually really excited because this weekend we, we get to shoot at one of those venues together in two days. Yeah, it's your first first time at uh, good old Mona Farm. I was pretty lucky. I spent a couple of days oh, there last year over go. New Year's. It's a, I mean, that wedding was epic. So anyway, I've, uh, I've had, I've been, yeah, I've been there before and I'm stoked about coming back again and it's going to be a good one. It's uh there's a lot to cover at a good old Mona farm. There's a lot of epic places to shoot and sometimes just maybe a little bit of overwhelm in terms of like, you know, the options. So um, I'm keen for you to check it out and get your mind blown a little bit, but yeah, definitely. I think for us, we definitely like, I'm in the same page as you. Like we want to try and push for some different venues and push for some venues that are maybe outside of our comfort zone of what we normally would shoot, um, which, you know, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're awesome. excited. Now, with the Make It Happy podcast, every year we want to do keep elevating the value that we do provide uh, to all of our listeners. Now, and if you are listening, let us know. Is there certain aspects that you would like us to cover? Is there certain topics that you would like us to cover? Now, Matt and I have kind of been chatting and we're like, do we – do we try and capture a little bit more behind the scenes at weddings? Do we um, do we try and you know capture a little bit more of our like day to day? Is that is that the type of content that you like to see? Because man, like sometimes I feel like no one wants to see me like work 
<laughs> edit all day. <laughs> but then I've had people like, yeah, like I want to see that process for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's different, eh? Like, and I feel like for us, sometimes when we're in a wedding, we're in wedding mode and it's hard to get some of that BTS stuff too. Um, yeah, but my mind's definitely, definitely like not in, like my mind is like purely focused on like capturing like the story, like doing their, my job, like for the end product yeah. and which is, you know, yeah. what I'm, I'm there to do. Um, but every now and then I'm like, oh, quick, get your phone. Yeah. Like, let's pull it like, you know, and I'll rip my phone out maybe and we like shoot with one hand and like caption BTS with the other or I've got a little dongle thing that I can put on my camera and shoot. It's such a weird word, like, dongle. Like. Dongle. <laughs> I, I like the word dongle. I've got there's dongles everywhere. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like I definitely think like, you know, I'd love to capture more BTS, but yeah, like we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, shoot us a DM, let us know on Instagram. We would love to hear from you guys because like ultimately we don't just do this because we like to talk. Uh, maybe that's a part of the reason, but it's not the whole focus on why we do this either. Like we want to make sure that you guys are getting good um, information from us, you know, um, and that you're actually listening to stuff that you guys want to listen to, I suppose, when it comes to planning your yeah. day. Or maybe you're a vendor out there and you're like, hey, Matt, Tim, you guys do a couple of weddings. What do you do with... X, Y, and Z or something like that. So no matter whether you're a couple or a vendor, we'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot us a DM either on our personal accounts or on the Make It Epic account. Um, and we will try and create an episode around that. Beautiful. Mate, I have a question for you. And start of 2024, it is, it is a busy year. What are some of your predictions for what is in um, and also what is out? Because, you know, I feel like the wedding industry really is changing. And I have said that for, for a while. I know we've, we've both said that for a while. And we're really starting to see that. And really, couples are really planning the wedding without feeling guilty of just doing things for the sake of that has what has been done in the past. And it is a beautiful thing to see. So couples are making decisions based on exactly what they want that serves them. Um, and it's... It's really good to actually see, you know, some traditions kind of falling off the wayside. Um, mm -hmm. But equally, I love being part of the process where um, with every couple where we go through like their, their wedding planning process, um, all the things that actually are important to them um, and the things that uh, just as equally are not important to them as well. So, mate, what are some of your predictions for what is in for 2024? Hit me. I feel like this one's probably not a major like new thing. Uh, it's definitely been happening over the past couple of years, but definitely having like shorter portrait sessions. I feel like the biggest misconception when it comes to like, I guess, photographers in 2024 um, is that like you need hours and hours of portraits. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not the case. And it probably hasn't been the case for a fair while now. And I think a lot of anxiety around people, like couples and their wedding day is that they like, oh, we want to enjoy the day. We don't want to be gone for a long time taking photos, but we also want photos. Um, and I think that like the way that the industry is going, it's been a natural progression into like a lot more like uh, less portrait time, a lot more candid moments throughout the day, a lot more enjoyment in terms of like hanging out with family and friends, um, you know, because like the day is not about necessarily being off the entire time with having like and having portraits of course if that's something you want and you value that and you want to do that i'm sure that there's people out there that will definitely love to keep you for longer i know me and you tim are always like 
we're in this like mindset of like, oh, we're like frothing on what we're doing. But then at the same time as well, we like in the back of our minds, very like aware um, of the needs of what yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Aware want. and like understanding what the couple want too. Um, and I guess, for example, like I've seen a few posts on like, you know, the good old Facebook groups recently of um, some people being like, oh, I just don't feel like 45 minutes is enough with my couples for like portraits. How do I get them to stay longer? And I was blown away with how many people were like, um, commenting on some of these posts being like, oh, like we do 15 minutes, we do half an hour, we do hmm. two 15-minute sessions, we do, you know, 45 minutes Well, doesn't minutes this just go like, to show, whatever. sorry to interrupt there, doesn't this just really go to show that, you know, when, you're, when you are choosing your vendor, like these are the questions that you should bring up. Do they have a particular preference for how long they have you? Um, and as a couple, like it's probably a good question to ask yourself, like what do you, what do you want? What do you value in that time? Um, and like, I know for us, like we, we can adapt, um, for sure. Like if it, it is a question that I ask every couple and, and, you know, do they, do they want to spend as much time as possible getting the most amazing photos and videos? Um, or do they want to just get their photos and videos done so they can get back to their family and friends, get back to canapes? Um, yeah. And, and we've harped on about this for a yeah. long time, right? Like yeah. we've, like, if you listen to probably four of our episodes in the past, I guarantee 40. at least one of them. <laughs> Or like even like, but even the other like, if you picked four random episodes, I guarantee we've at least said it once in an episode that we think yeah, that yeah. you guys can enjoy your day, you can get mm. to canapes, and it is possible, right? Um, I, I guess you were kind of touching on some of the stuff that I feel like uh, we might be talking about in an episode at some point in the near future about like how to find your perfect couple. Oh, sorry, how to find how do couples find their perfect vendors uh, and things like that. Well, that's that's I think that's an in for twenty twenty four for sure. Like. Um, yeah, you know, just being super, super intentional with the vendors that you do choose. And it's not just, okay, um, you know, I like their work or, yeah, cool, like they're, they're a cool person. It's actually, you know, are your vendors aligned with the vision for your wedding? Are they aligned with the rest of your vendors as well? Because that's, you know, that's something that's coming up coming up quite a, quite a fair bit. Uh, with a lot of the couples that I see. They're like, okay, well, sweet, you're a videographer. Um, this is our photographer. Um, you know, do you guys, you know, have a similar style? Do you have a similar aesthetic? Like what are the, what are your like values and how you operate? And to like, for me, it's really important that, you know, your your media team are, are aligned in that vision because it really does affect the day. How important, okay, so, so this is probably like a good little like shoot off of this one of like how important do you reckon it actually is for like your team to have worked together multiple times before or like often because like it's a it's a comment that always comes up a lot right when it comes to like photo video or you guys don't know each other or you guys have worked together a lot for me i'm like i don't really it doesn't it doesn't matter at all right like and i'm on the same page as that and i feel like i just want to make that very much like a point here for the moment because we're talking about that it doesn't matter whether it's like any of your vendors for any venue like because not every single vendor has been to every single venue not every single vendor has worked with some other vendor before yes great it's awesome when it does align and it does work out 100 percent but at the same time as well, like I'm looking at the weddings I've got over the next three months and I would say there's a fair few videographers I've never worked with before and I'm bloody excited for mm. it because it's something fresh, it's new content, you know, um, me and you, like obviously we work together a lot, but like at the same time as well, when we go and work with someone else, we learn new things, right? 100%. And we go, oh, like this is different, like, you know, and this is exciting and you kind of become a little bit more creative and you push yourself to be a bit different to what you potentially normally are. Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? 
Not really, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. But you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable. And Vidflow is accessible on mobile, desktop, and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart TV so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen. And with all that effort that you put into your film, you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible. Use our code MAKEITEPIC20 for 20% off your Vidflow yearly premium membership. Um, yeah, I also wanted to add on to that little like in at the moment. Um, maybe it's an out. I don't really know. But like when you're thinking about like your like being intentional about your vendors and things like that, I feel like the way that 2024 is so far and the way that the end of 2023 was in terms of like the financial hardship on some people, I just want to bring up the money thing for a quick, a quick moment here. He's right? going there. Yeah, I'm going there. Like, And I, I don't want to like, you know, say that budgets aren't important, but I feel like when it comes to your vendors, sometimes you need to stretch the budget or at least look outside of the budget to get the people you want. Because there's a lot of people I know out there that are like, I need you at my wedding. And then you're a couple of hundred bucks short of what you thought you were going to spend and you stick to your guns and you miss out on the perfect person and you have to go with someone that probably doesn't align very much with you. So I would just say, think about it before you kind of like, brush it off because of money like there are a lot of people out there as well that are like oh we'll stretch the budget for you because we want you and i think that those people yeah see the value see I, i'm a, i'm a bit weird with the with the whole budget thing like i, I understand like an, you hate I, talking about no no you as in it. like because <laughs> no, i just i just feel like yes as an overall like when we planned our wedding we yeah like okay we we had a certain amount that we really didn't want to try and go over but if you're talking about a budget and if you value something and if you value a service or a vendor and you want that because you know it's going to elevate your experience and make your wedding day like truly truly special then just do it right like it's it's not like a budget isn't a hard isn't a hard ceiling like to me when people say you're outside of your budget um very rarely do I think it's about the money. I I think it's just um, perhaps the vendor hasn't shown enough value, or the the couple doesn't see enough value in the vendor to pay that price. So yeah, like for for me, because there's people out there spending big bucks, right? Like, and that's the thing. Like we like me and you have both witnessed wedding, witnessed weddings that have like people have spent some serious coin. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people in the world out there, and I think there's like definitely vendors that suit every single budget range yes um but i would just encourage you if you're out there the in my little in i don't know if it's an in or if it's an out but i feel like the budgets for certain especially certain vendors are less important hmm. yeah so in intentional with your vendor choices boom done uh social i reckon oh hell let oh, me let know. me you go, go. You, oh, go. Bring it. you go i know i know where you go. content creators that is an in for 2024, and I, I kind of love it. I actually do love it. I um yeah. I worked with a um uh, I worked with a content creator again uh for the third time now um on the on the weekend at this beautiful beautiful venue, and I'm gonna put it out there. It is the most amazing venue I have ever worked at in my life. It was stunning. It looked like it was something out of Italy, since Sydney. It's called um Palodia, um in Arcadia. It's beautiful. It. I I would just work there my entire life. It, it is that. Tim it is that for free. Yep, I definitely would. Yep, 
100. I, I wouldn't even question it. I wouldn't even question it. So if you are getting married there um, and you're looking for a videographer, hit me up. I'll do it for free. Um, <laughs> terms and conditions just, apply. Just, just, just pay my travel rate. It's for, it's it's two thousand dollars a kilometer. But yeah, so back to a content creator. I honestly think that this is you know this is this really isn't in, and I think content creators are here to stay. Um, I think the value that a content creator does provide um, is something that is super valuable um, to the couple, and. I think as videographers, photographers, we need to probably stop looking at this as competition. It is not competition. Um, a content creator offers a completely different service, um, a completely different experience. Um, and you know, from the from the aspect of their like deliverables and the content that they provide, it is iPhone content, like, but yeah. it is raw. Like, and the couple get that the next day. It is like it is a sometimes at night. To be honest, they get it. They're getting it that night. If you've got an iPhone, they're air dropping it to you that yeah. night. So if you're if you're wanting to listen to more about content creators, we've done an episode on that. I've just gone back and had a quick look. Episode forty eight, um, BZ at event and social co legend Beck's awesome. Uh, we had a great chat with her a few months ago, um, and it's definitely worth having a listen. We've had a few people reach out to us yeah. saying, "Oh wow, we didn't realize." Yeah, that's what content. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin off some um some other ins. Um, otherwise this will turn into a much longer podcast than we anticipated. Um, and it's good food, empathetic speeches, time alone. Now, time alone is something that we're not going to elaborate on. We, we've spoken about that quite a we fair bit. A lot. But actually, <laughs> just enjoying the process of being engaged, enjoying the yeah. wedding planning process. Tim, tell me, what's your favorite moment to capture on the day? Oof. Oof, it has to be the moment all the hard work has paid off. You're now announced married, so the celebration can begin. And what better way to come down the aisle with some eco confetti popping like it's 2007. <laughs> 2007, you say. Well, funny you say that. Imagine a one-stop shop that can give you the opportunity to purchase all the little things that make your day epic. Well, the whole bride is your shop. Offering everything from bridesmaids boxes, clear umbrellas, confetti cannons, even some sparklers and a whole lot more. Uh, even fluffy slippers? Yeah, mate. Even the fluffy slippers for those toes of yours. Do not miss out on making your wedding day epic. Check out The Whole Bride and use our code EPIC15 to receive 15% off The Whole Bride store. Some other like detail focus um, I think is in and that's introducing more colour into your styling and being quite thoughtful with the details and the style and within your wedding planning. Um, and I would say, especially over the last 12 months, um, styling is something that really, really gets me excited. Um, yeah. And seeing the details, personality and the creativity, like with styling. And it makes me think we, we need a we need to get a, a, a stylist on um, and chat to them yeah. about it because uh, I'm adding more and more styling into my like into my films because it's those like little details and I've noticed that um, the conversations that I'm having with my couples like how they style their wedding um, and who they choose to um, style the wedding and the colors and um, all the different elements and aspects of what they include within their details um, you know has a role um, and has a significance to them as a couple and including that into their film has really I feel like elevated the the emotional connection of that how that film has with them so um, I feel I'm like it also it. probably probably rolls into the next I guess kind of in that we're having our uh, we're probably going to chat about briefly is like the vibe of the day as well and the vibe that your film is and the vibe your photos have and probably the experience for your your guests as well is that like we're thinking like 
I guess the in style is maybe like fun, but it's also elegant slash like that editorial feel too, which at the moment, like the word editorial sucks. Oh man, is that, isn't that editorial like, it's just like, can- it's like candid for 2023. It's like candid, <laughs> editorial, like, yeah, legit. But at the end of the day, like it's a, it's a very un- like unique's not the right word, but it's definitely a style that everyone knows and probably wants from their wedding photos. I would say the like the real probably terminology is probably timeless because they don't want stuff that is like unnatural. They don't want this like yeah. feeling that they're overly posed, but they also still want that posed yeah. feel without it making feel like it's posed, I suppose. Ed- editorial um, has a, I love it. Yeah. Like I think if we, we try and define editorial, um, you can define it in really I think a lot of people have a different explanation of what editorial actually actually is. <laughs> he's he's trying to Google it at the same time. He's like, I wonder what Google's going to tell I me know, if I, I like. I'm, I'm he's like tempted. I'm going to put it in. <laughs> he's going he's going to stick it into a, Google. Me, as a photographer, um, how would you describe um, editorial photography? Yeah, probably like I said, then it probably rolls into a bit of like a timeless feel. I think that like the colors are true tone, like uh, skin tones are nice, crispy, clean skin tones. Um, like it's something that you probably would see in a magazine, I suppose. And that's probably why or where the word editorial came from in the first place, I dare say. Um, you know, like at the end of the day, I don't think it's necessarily like a word that's going to make your wedding feel any different or be any different. Mm. I think that it's the style of the photographer, the videographer, and it's the style of the like styling, i.e. Yes. The, yes. the props 100%. you have, the flowers you have, yeah. the clothes you are wearing, the dress you're wearing, the suit, the whatever, the location really gives it an editorial feel. And the editorial feel is that like classic, romantic, yeah. high-end, timeless feel. Yeah, exactly. And I, f- I feel like editorial, like, you know, like it can be attributed with, you know, high-end premium. Um, but in its most basic form, it's telling a story through aspects throughout the day, like and as Matt Did mentioned. It? So I've, I've actually it? I've got a I'm gonna I'm gonna read out a definition here. Editorial here photography go. is a type of photography that aims to tell a story or portray a concept. Editorial photography is commonly found in magazines, newspaper editorial features, and journalism. Unlike commercial photography, editorial photography relies much more on story than it does on the brand. The motive, therefore, is not to sell, but rather to express and engage. I really Isn't like that. that hey? Holy, yeah. Isn't that really like it. And And I feel like it's probably like the more you say that, then the more I was like, yeah, like I, I agree. And that's like at, in an essence, that's what everybody wants. And I think that's why like in the like wedding world at the moment, everyone's pushing towards that like editorial feel. Um, but you know, I, like, yeah. I have to, I do have to say like your wedding day is not a Vogue shoot, right? So <laughs> You know, like that. You shouldn't be going into your wedding being like, you have to get me on the front cover of Hello May magazine, or I have to get me on Vogue, or you have to get me on like, yeah. you know, any of those other like epic magazines. That's probably not like if you're going into your wedding day expecting that, chances are it's probably not going to happen because the 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 amount of weddings that actually get featured on these magazines is quite minimal. Um, I would say I don't know how many you've had featured Tim in like over your years, but like for me, I would say I've shot well over three hundred fifty weddings, and I've probably had ten featured. In, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things where like it's it's very uh, the way that all that sort of stuff goes when we're talking about magazines and featuring and like editorial and you not wanting your day to be um, I guess seen in a magazine so to speak before you even had your day. Um, it's very subjective to whoever's looking at it at the time as well. So 100%, like hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot that goes into that anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe maybe we'll yeah, maybe we'll dive into that in a in another yeah. episode. But so let's just reiterate those last couple. So color, thoughtful styling, fun and elegant editorial vibes, feel. Also, let's throw in their timeless as well. Um, and then obviously content creators, we think they are here to stay. Let's roll through this, Tim. All right. So now let's go for a couple of outs uh, for 2024. Outs meaning <laughs> things that we don't think there's, are necessarily there's going to have to stick around. And I already know where Tim's going to go. So let's just stop the conversation here. Let him roll with it. Tim's going to tell I, us I wanted, number, to, I wanted to number, ask you. Tim's it? number one out. <laughs> I, no, I wanted to ask you what your number one out oh, okay. is. Because yeah, I know. I got exactly my number one. Say, hit me. I'm passionate. I'm passionate about it. <laughs> what, what, uh, irks what irks Matt? Uh, what irks Matt? There's a lot of things that irk me, especially at weddings. But um, <laughs> because I'm like, you should be doing this or you could do this better. Not necessarily the couple. Maybe it's the vendor. But anyway, let, let, don't let me get oh, into that. Oh, but what irks me, uh, group photos at the moment. When I mean group photos, I mean like full entire wedding guest, everybody invited to your wedding in one single shot. That really is a no-no for me for 2024. And I know that's like a huge thing to say, but let me just draw you a little picture, paint you a little picture here as to like why I feel like that's the case. Um, and typically when I speak to couples, especially in the last couple of months, I've been pushing towards couples not doing it because of this reason. So you get married, like the celebrant announces that your husband and wife or, you know, and you walk down the aisle, right? And everyone's excited and they're like cheering for you and throwing confetti and having a good time. And all they want to do is be like, I call them like, you know, the woo girls where they're all like screaming and stuff like that. There's like that moment where everybody's like, the adrenaline is rushing for you guys. Everyone's excited. They want to like come and see you and hug you and kiss you and say hello and congratulations and be like, wow, look how good you look. And like, oh, like I cried in those like, and you know, vows or whatever, right? And nothing kills the bloody vibe more than me as a photographer standing on a bloody chair going, hey, all you idiots out there, I'm going to make you get really close to each other, even though you're hot and sweaty and you want to hug the bride and groom or the couple. You can't do that because they really want to have yeah, a photo but with you, you. You don't call them idiots, right? Yeah, no. Nah, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm just real passionate about this right now. So I said the wrong word. Take that out. Um, don't. It's okay. It's fine. But you get where I'm coming from, right? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, for me, I feel like that ruins the vibe because I'm stopping the genuine moments from happening yeah, and I'm 100%. stopping the like the moments that for me and you and like as like you know people that want to tell a story we're capturing moments of people who are being genuine and like actually yeah the photos you probably everyone wants are the photos that are like we want candid photos and then I'm ruining the main candid moment of the entire day when everyone's really excited they're crying happy tears they're crying sad point. tears whatever that may be that is my main moment to capture you being genuine with your guests and them showing a moment. Let's right? let's go let's go back to that because you just said everyone wants those candid moments, those natural reactions of fun and anticipation and excitement. And as a vendor, as a photographer, you're then ruining the most exciting moment potentially of the whole day when you know you're just getting married to get a group photo. So, and I tell you what, you're never printing that group photo and putting it up on a wall. It's never going to happen. And if you do want to look at it, you have to zoom in. And I guarantee there is someone's head in the way of someone else. I guarantee someone's eyes are closed. I guarantee someone's not even looking. I guarantee you will not even know who that person is when you zoom in that far on your little iPhone and it's all pixelated. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't want to do them and ruin that moment post ceremony of you enjoying. Yeah. 
your first few moments as a married Sorry, couple. As a, as, it's as a, as a video, bad. as a videographer, no. I have very, don't do it. I very rarely, <laughs> um, actually utilize a group photo in, uh, in the field because it just, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit orcs, right? Um, but also if I'm working, I'm if I'm working with a photographer and when we are doing a group photo, I will at least say, can we just at least wait five minutes? Five minutes before we get everyone to do a group photo, so then couple can congratulate, um, and the sorry, their guests can congratulate the couple who have just been married, and we don't ruin this moment for them. Um, but I'm going to say that it never works. It takes 15 minutes. Everyone leaves. Yeah, never works. Does not work. Don't do it. That's end of conversation. I would say cut it. Cut it. (laughs) All right. Um, blue suits out for 2024. Calling it as someone who wore blue suit to his wedding. Regrets. (laughs) Regrets. <laughs> Regrets. <laughs> Don't wear. I, that, and look, to be honest, let's just quickly say why. The reason why, and probably going back to what we were saying before, the elegant editorial kind of feel typically doesn't work as well, I would say, with a blue suit as it does with like a black cream, something like that, potentially. Yeah. Um, I just feel like the blue suit is a little... It doesn't also look the color that you bought it, actually. Let me just say that. Typically, the way everyone edits... We want to get rid of those bluey tones, typically, um, because blue doesn't really promote those nice, vibrant colors that we want um, in a wedding yeah. day. Yeah. Anyway, it kills my uh, it kills my light. <laughs> my color. So <laughs> I'm I'm no, I'm, no, I'm no longer shooting you if you have a blue suit. No, it's not the case. If you've already bought one and you we're shooting your wedding, we're really sorry. We love you still. Um, don't go and change your suit color. It's okay. We're just yeah coming up with a blue suit we're, and it irks too. We're just being, we're just being idiots. Um, yeah. But what we're not being idiots about is uh, the boho aesthetic. Yeah. Dead. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit dead. It's a bit dated. Yeah. It is a bit dated. Um, yeah. And look, this is not to say if you, you know, if that's what you inherently want. That's your body. Um, that actually survive. Awesome. Go for it. Like what takes preference? I feel like we're backtracking. I feel like we're backtracking on like, we're like, it's an out, but also don't hate us. <laughs> please, please don't hate us. <laughs> we don't want no hate emails. Um, I, and- I, w- I would say DIY is also a like bit more of an out for 2024 because it's unnecessary stress on you as a yeah. couple that I just don't think you need in your life. Because it, it relates back to an in, all right? And I think, you know, DIY is out because what's in in 2024 is managing your time, your energy, and your health and enjoying that process. And I think if you have to take care and manage um, doing DIY aspects and tasks and projects within your wedding, um, it really can take the fun out of actually planning a wedding. So my thoughts, thank me later. Done. Tick that box. And the big Um, big one. The big one. Oh, the biggest one. And I feel like if you do one thing in 2024, it is don't do this. Um, It It is self-managed. It never works. Yeah, it never works. Self-managed music slash Spotify Apple, iTunes, whatever, playlist, right? It does not work. It always is a drama on the day. It's an added extra level of stress. that You have to get one of your guests to potentially manage. Take that stress away. Hire a muso, hire a DJ, hire anybody that will do it for you that is a professional because I promise you it will elevate the feel on your wedding day. Me and Tim are massive fans of music on a wedding day. We make sure we bring music. We control that for you guys then get someone to control the entire day for you outside of your portrait session because 
it definitely changes the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So just go live band. <laughs> yeah. Just get a live band. Get a live oh man, band. we've had some we've got some good stories about live bands, but we won't go into that yet. But we definitely think that it's going to change your day. Uh yes, it's an added expense. I understand that, but does it really make a difference? One thousand percent yes. Perfect. Now, please do take all these with a with a grain of salt. These are our personal opinions. Uh, these don't reflect um, everyone's opinions. This is just ours. So uh, we hope this aligns with you. If it doesn't, um, blame. He's backtracking blame again because he's worried about that. He's worried about the hate emails. Yeah. <laughs> We've started off twenty twenty four in a good way. Uh, I like this. This is this is this is great. Um, but. As we said at the start, we would love to hear from you guys. If you have something that you're like, hey, we think that you guys need to talk about this. Hey, we think this is an in. Hey, think we think this is an out. Maybe it's none of the above. I don't really know. But if you want us to talk about it, um, let us know. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, send us a DM on Instagram, um, either our personal or the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast Instagram. We would love to hear from you guys. And uh, Tim, we've got to get to it because we've got a big week ahead. We've got a lot going on. Um, but mate, I'm bloody excited to be back for 2024. Let's do it. 2024, we're coming for you. Bye. Get it. You. Yep.